0: we're going to continue the series on uh, packing for the journey. We started this series for quite some time now and the Lord is leading us to talk about something excellent and one of it got me sad. I think on Thursday or so, or Friday, either Thursday or Friday, it got me sad because I felt that too in my life because it also applies to me too. And I'll tell you when we get there, We've talked about what journey means. That journey is not you traveling from Houston to Austin, Austin to California, California to Philadelphia. No. We are talking about your destiny. We're talking about you becoming married after being a single person. It's a journey. We're talking about you getting a better job or getting promoted, changing roles, departments. It's a journey. We're talking about you from sickness to being healthy, from you not knowing what to do. You know to knowing what to do, it's a journey. So, the journey signifies all of these things spiritually. We also said a lot of things that you need, but today, by God's grace, we want to look at self inflicted delay. Delay, but this delay is self inflicted. And before we go into details on self inflicted delay, we'll talk about. The spirit of delay. Generally, if you're talking about it literally, the word delay itself is when you put off something. When something arrives late. Delay is when something is slowed down. For example, you're going to walk or you're going somewhere and there's traffic. There's a delay. The cops can pull you over. There's a delay. You didn't dress up on time, there's a delay. So you can't make it on time to where you should get to. So literally, delay is when you are slowed down. So somebody in life can also be slowed down. There are different things in life that can incapacitate people on their journey to achieving what God wants them to achieve because they are slowed down. Another way you can look at delay literally is that it is also described as a period of time by which something is late or postponed. Let's use the word postponed. You're supposed to get married this year. Postponed. COVID-19 delayed a lot of people from marriage, jobs and so on and so forth. Traveling here and there. Different things. Disappointment can also cause delay. Disappointment can cause delay. Different things can cause delay. And it will now postpone the grace, the activity that should happen in your life. So, maybe there's there's supposed to be a celebration in your life. That God is saying, maybe financially I want to celebrate you this year. People will celebrate you, but because of postponement, of something that should make that celebration happen, then there is a delay. Women have delays getting pregnant. Delay, delay, in different ways or the other. You want to promotion a pay raise, delay. So delay is to postpone, make late or stop for a while. When we all delay, when we lag behind or when we procrastinate, then it will influence us to move slowly. It will influence us to fall behind. Because some of us are the ones who procrastinate or people who are in charge of your destiny procrastinate. And that means you now fall behind. So where others are moving forward, you are still behind. Delay comes in different ways, in different forms. And don't forget, we are talking about parking for the journey. Journey means there is somewhere that God wants you to arrive. However, people can experience delay that will not make them to arrive. And achieve that thing. That will make them to be slowed down or that will postpone that day of joy. My prayer for you in the mighty name of Jesus is that you will not fall behind. You will not act slowly when it comes to you receiving your miracles in the name of Jesus. Like I said earlier on, before we talk about self inflicted delay, let's look at what the spirit of delay is all about. Because, you know, delay comes in different ways, like I said. It can be self-inflicted, or it can be as a result of the spirit of delay. When it is self-inflicted, then that means it is you yourself that is delaying you. But when it is about the spirit of delay, then that is the enemy. The enemy. The enemy always delays God's plan for our lives. God might be planning that He's going to take you to greater heights this year in different dimensions. But the enemy will now look for how he will just slow it down. If he doesn't slow it down, he will find out he will put an hindrance ahead of you or he will make you to experience some failure or sometimes it's just confusion. You're just confused. I don't know whether I should turn to the left or to the right. I don't know whether I should move forward. I'm just confused. Oshetwa swimming like they say in Yoruba. you just confused. And a lot of us have been in confusion or are still in confusion. Why? The spirit of delay. Another thing that the enemy does through the spirit of delay is to just make everything dark. So you can't see. And when there is darkness all around you, what happens? You grope. You know how people stumble in darkness. Imagine you entering your house, and there is no power, there's no electric. How will you know where the stairs are? How will you know where the doors are, the handle to open, and all that? The enemy brings darkness before people that maritally they don't know the decision to the right decision to take. Academically, career-wise, financially, jobs, even concerning their health. Delay, 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 in different ways because of the enemy, the spirit of delay. Don't forget, delay comes in two ways. Self-inflicted, you causing it yourself, or the enemy, the spirit of delay. So they get us confused. We are unable to achieve destiny. We cannot arrive at our journey to amazement. And then they now begin to make sure that you don't accomplish anything meaningful in life. You cannot point to this thing. Okay, in 2020, this is what I achieved. In 2021, this is what I achieved. Okay, since the last time I was promoted, since the last time I got that job, since the last time I got that breakthrough, this is the next thing that has happened to me. You cannot point to a successful relationship. You cannot say, my marriage is peaceful or I am happy in my home. You cannot say financially you are doing well for yourself. The spirit of delay. The enemy brings it into our lives. And and, again, it doesn't mean that sometimes you are not praying. It doesn't mean you are not fasting. It doesn't mean you are committing some errors. It's just that the enemy... Who do everything possible to make sure that you don't move forward, to postpone your day of joy, to postpone your day of victory, to postpone your day of mercy, to postpone your day of glory. That it is, it is, it is destined for you. That by this time you will be this and you will be this. But the enemy comes and do all sorts of things to make sure that it is postponed, to make sure it doesn't happen, to make sure you don't realize purpose in life. Daniel. Let's look at the book of Daniel. Daniel chapter 10. The book of Daniel chapter 10. And I'll read from verses 13 to... from verses 10 to 13. I beg your pardon. Daniel 10 from verses 10 to 13. Daniel is in the Old Testament. If you can easily locate Ezekiel, you will be able to locate the book of Daniel. Daniel chapter 13, sorry, Daniel chapter 10. I beg your pardon. Daniel chapter 10 from verses 10 to 13. Daniel 10, 10 to 13. The Bible says in verses 10, And behold, and a hand touched me, which set me upon my knees, and upon the palms of my hands. And he said unto me, O Daniel, a man greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak unto thee, and stand upright. For unto thee am I now sent. And when he had spoken this word unto me, I stood trembling. Then said he unto me, Fear not, Daniel. For from the first day, That you set your heart to understand and to chasten yourself before your God. Your words were heard. Meaning his prayers were heard. And I am come for your words. Meaning I am come for your prayers. Verses 13 says, But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me one and twenty days. Imagine. But Michael, one of the chief princes came to help me, and I remained there with the kings of Persia. So, this Bible verses is letting us understand what happens in the spirit world, what happens spiritually, because people just underestimate spiritual issues, spiritual things, spiritual implications, the significance of spiritual things on life. The Bible said, Daniel, from the very first day he started praying, God heard his prayer. And God sent an angel to give him an answer to his prayers. However, the devil, the prince of the power of the air, withstood him. Imagine an angel coming to give you an answer to your prayers and then the devil is saying, Hey, 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 you can't go. And they were fighting. Are you surprised at that? This is like what happens in the spirit, realm. You start fasting and praying and God says, oh, okay, I got you. And yet, nothing to show. They've mocked you. You've been going to church all your life. What have you got to show? They've mocked you. You kept yourself as a virgin, no man touched you. Those who were not virgin are having children, getting married. What have you to show? They told you that you don't do anyhow, you don't do anything that is immoral or anything against the law at your job. Yet, you're not making money, you don't even have a good job. What have you to show? You'll be married, you even married as a virgin, no pregnancy. What have you to show? Those who messed up their life today, they have three, four, five children. It could be the spirit of delay. Because even though Daniel's prayer was already answered and his appointed time for joy was to happen immediately, the devil stopped it. The devil held it. I pray for you in the mighty name of Jesus. You will not fall behind. Anything, anyone who wants to postpone your day of joy, God will rescue you from them. In the name of Jesus. Don't take it lightly. That is why you are giving this sermon. Because you are on your way to greater things. But the enemy can cause you to be delayed. Another example. That we portray this emphasis on the spirit of delay. To show you that we are not... Supposed to undo spiritual things with levity. It's in the book of Ephesians, chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. And verses 10. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. You will see the Bible saying in verses 10 of Ephesians chapter 6. It says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord, and in the power of his might. It says, be strong in the Lord, and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wives of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. This is to let you know that you should not take spiritual issues with levity. Don't take it for granted because that your boss who is angry at you. is not them. So don't be mad at your boss. You should deal with the spirit that is trying to influence your boss against you. Your co-workers who are trying to bring you down, who are trying to make sure they, they, they play games all around you, your destiny. It's not them. It's just the enemy trying to use them. When you see someone misbehaving in a marriage, it is not that spouse. When you see a child messing up in a family, it is not that child. The enemy is at work. That's why he says, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Because the error we make most times is to not begin to fight that person. You're not angry at that person. Meanwhile, you're supposed to deal with that spirit. When, when, when people show you kindness sometimes, when people are good to you sometimes, it can also be from the enemy. You're surprised. There are some kindness, some good things that people want to do for you, some help. That is from the enemy. How do I know that? Jesus was destined to die. Yet, Peter said, Jesus, you can't die. We're going to stop them from arresting you. He took out sword to even cut the ears of one of the servants that came, the officers that came to arrest Jesus. And what did Jesus say Peter? I said, no, no, no. And he told him, get thee behind me, Satan. So it wasn't Peter that Jesus was saying he was, was, was Satan or a devil. It was because Satan wanted to use him. In other words... You must always seek counsel, you must always be in the will of God for your life. You must have clarity in everything so that the devil does not also influence you wrongly. The spirit of delay, you know, wrestling against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. There was someone too that I had an experience in the Bible, a old Apostle Paul, a old Apostle Paul. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 17 to 18. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, from verses 17 to 18. It says, But we, brethren, been taken from you for a short time in presence, not in hearts, Endeavor the more abundantly to see your face with great desire. Wh- Notice verse 18. It says, Wherefore we would have come unto you, even I, Paul, once and again. But Satan... So, it's very possible we might want to do church stuff now and the devil might want to hinder us. You've not seen some churches where the microphone will not work, immediately after the time of the service is over, the microphone will start working. Some churches where there is no 24 hours electricity like in America, for example in Africa, it is when the time for service will start and the generator will pack up. But let the time for service be over, the generator will start working. Satan can hinder. He can hinder. The car might have issues and you're on your way. I might be driving to church and the cops might pull me over. For whatever reason, the devil doesn't want me to go there on time. So the pastor won't be able to preach. The enemy works in different ways. He works in different ways. So it's not them. You have to arrest the spirit influencing that person. You have to speak to that. And I'm not saying go to them face to face. I'm beginning to tell them, is the devil using you? Don't tell your wife, don't tell your kids, don't tell your husband, don't tell your boss, I'm not there. <laughs> don't tell your kids, don't tell anyone that, oh, is the devil using you? No, 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 that's wrong. You do it on your knees in prayer. Because it says to us, as we read in Ephesians verse 6, it says, We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. So you and I have got to fight. We have got to enter into warfare. We've got to fight. We've got to enter into warfare. If you read the book of Romans chapter 8, Romans chapter 8, verses 31. Romans chapter 8, verses 31. The Bible tells us that what shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? So why are you scared of that manager, that supervisor who is threatening you? Why are you scared that your spouse is threatening you with divorce? Why are you scared that somebody is telling you, you will not live to see tomorrow? Why are you scared that somebody is telling you, or your, your fiancé or fiancé is saying, hey, this marriage will not happen, or an in-law is threatening, or somebody is saying, no, 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 no you can't be well with you. Why are you scared? A battle is not yours, it's the Lord's, but you got to fight you got to fight. That's why the Bible says in Romans 8, 31 that we just read, that if God is for us, who can be against us? I know for you that God is with you. And I speak to every area of your life, in all your dealings, that the Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. The Bible says the Lord is with us as a mighty terrible one. So shall our persecutors stumble. They shall be greatly ashamed, since they will not prevail over you, and their everlasting confusion shall not be forgotten. In the mighty name of Jesus, anyone who is raising their heads, trying to bring you down, trying to cause sorrow, trying cause disappointment, delays, postpone your day of joy, God will deal with them. God will scatter them. God will confound them. In the name of Jesus, all their plans, all their conspiracy over you, over your marriage, over your life, over your job, over your businesses, over your finances, over your marital life, over your health, over everything that concerns you. All their conspiracies, all their plans, it will not stand. It will not come to pass. The Lord will uphold you. The Lord will strengthen you. The Lord will keep you. The Lord will protect protect you. In the name of Jesus, it will be your shield. It will be your defense. It will be your buckler. It will be your high tower. In the name of Jesus, when they come against you one way, they will flee in million ways. In the name of Jesus, only with your eyes shall you behold the reward of the weekend. Evil will not come near you. You will not walk into evil. In the name of Jesus, God will save you from errors. God will save you from mistakes. In the name of Jesus. Packaging for the journey overcoming delays, overcoming delays, overcoming delays. So we've looked at what delay means, literally. We've also looked at how people get delayed because of the spirit of delay, because of the devil, the enemy. Now, let's come to self-inflicted delays. Self-inflicted delays. And this is where the shocker is. If you've not been paying attention, this is when you have to pay attention. F- Exodus chapter 13, Exodus chapter 13, verses 17 to 18. Exodus chapter 13 from verses 17 to 18. Self-inflicted delays. The Bible says in verses 17 of Exodus 13, It says, And it came to pass, when Pharaoh had let the people go, that God led them not through the way of the land of the Philistines, Although that was near, for God said, "Lest, peradventure the people repent when they see war and they return to Egypt. But God led the people about through the way of the wilderness of the Red Sea and the children of Israel went up and nested out of the land of Egypt. Now, what happened here? What Went on in that verse or those verses. Exodus 13, 17 to 18. God said that I am delivering you from Egypt. And Egypt signifies bondage, a place of captivity. Egypt signifies a place where you can never achieve destiny. Egypt signifies a place of slavery. In Egypt, you can have food to eat. But you are in captivity. You are bound. You are not free. In Egypt, it's all about slavery. Slavery, slavery. But God delivered them. When God took them out of Egypt, he was going to take them into their promised land. In other words, God is taking you out of whatever you are going through to put you into what you should become. To make sure everything is well with you. Now, what happened? God said, I can't allow these people to go through the way of the Philistines. But I'm going to take them through the wilderness. Why? Why did God decide not to allow the, Egypt, I mean, the Israelites to go through the Philistines, which was a nearer path? Imagine God saying that instead of you flying to the U.S. on a direct flight that is shot... He wants to take you through Australia first. From Australia, you get to another place and you keep going round and round before you arrive to the US. God took the Israelites through the wilderness for 40 years. They did not enter into Canaan, their promised land. Why? He gave us the reason. And we're going to read it again. He says in verse 17 of Exodus 13, I said, and it came to pass when Pharaoh had let the people go. That God led them not through the way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near. For God said, this is where it is, this is the reason. It says, for God said, lest peradventure the people repent when they see war and return to Egypt. Do you know that some delays are not from the devil? Because in the beginning we looked at delays being caused by the enemy. But now we are seeing here that God is saying that Ah, come, 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 you can't get married now. Mm, I can't give you a new job now. Mm, you can't build a house now. No, 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 no. It cannot be where well with you now. You still have to be where you are. Not that it is the will of God, but it is your own will. Why is it your own will? Because if God gives you what you have been asking Him for, you're gonna change. You're gonna go back to Egypt. You won't be able to manage his blessings in your life. He says, "Less, less. They see war and go back to Egypt. So he said, rather than take them through that road that is near, that short path, that shortcut, because they are not ready, because they are not matured yet, they will go through the wilderness." Why are you still where you are today? Probably not the devil. Why are you still where you are today? Probably not the enemy. But you, 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 delaying yourself. He said that he will make sure that they go through the wilderness. Until they go through the wilderness and they now become mature, they learn Then they can get the blessing. Then they can enter the promised land. They can enter Canaan. So the delay in your life might not be as a result of the spirit of delay, but because you refuse to grow into maturity. God knows that you will go back to Egypt. God knows that if He gives you what He is asking you, I mean, you are asking Him for, you will forget Him, you will just throw Him away. And the reason why I said it touched me so personally when the Lord revealed it to me, I think on Thursday or Friday precisely. And I began to look back that so some things I did not get quickly on time was because I was probably failing in my tests before God. Because I wasn't matured yet. It even happens to us Pastors now the church is having a physical location if i am not faithful over you online members how will god give me members in the physical location how how if i don't treat you right if i don't do what god wants me to do in your life if i don't obey god over this little one how will he not give me something big So, I might also be praying, God, God, for it is not God's will that I am where I am. It is my own will. I am the one delaying myself. Maybe I'm not married today because I am delaying myself. God knows, once I marry, that's it. I will forget Him. (laughs) Or I won't be able to manage marriage. Because sometimes you might not forget God, really but am I might not just be able to manage my marriage. Or I now allow my marriage to be above God. Why have I not gotten a job yet? Or why have I not gotten the job that I really want? God knows that once I get that job, that's it. And so, it, it leaves us to just keep on going on. And do you know what? out of everyone that came out of Egypt I think 99.9% did not make it into the Promised Land because they died in the wilderness. Israel are God's people. It's like today you are born again. You're saved a believer. So you will not wonder why people don't get blessed. You will wonder why some things are not happening in people's life? yet they go to church, they pray and all that. You wonder and say, but uh, they have faith, they have faith, I have faith, I have faith. But you're just doing it wrongly. You're not matured yet. You, you are the one delaying yourself. So step up in your maturity. So that you can step up in you achieving what God wants you to achieve in life. God does all of these to protect you and I. People think God only protects us from bad things. God also protects us from good things. You might be wondering, God protecting us from good things? Yes, he protects us from good things. Because he will not allow you to get that thing that is good. That will cause you to fail. Because once you get it, you are gone. Imagine the Israelites, after God had blessed them and done all of that and God called Moses up to come and receive, to see his glory and receive the commandments. The Bible said, before Moses got back, the Israelites had made a calf and they started worshipping that calf. These are the same people that God just delivered, they now forgot God. So packaging for the journey. We need to overcome delays. Delays in all areas. Whether it is the spirit of delay or self-inflicted delay. God's best is the best. God protects us from both bad things and good things. Because we are not prepared for those good things. The journey of the Israelites through the wilderness wasn't necessary. It wasn't necessary at all. It was God himself that said, Hey, hold it right there. Hold it, hold it, hold it. They ain't going through that. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. They ain't going through that place. They gotta go through this. <laughs> you have to detour. God caused them to have a detour. That road closed. You <laughs> ain't going through here, Even though it's near. We can see just few blocks ahead. Few miles away. It's just right there. But God said, No, you gotta make a detour. And that tall is the wilderness. And what happens in the wilderness? There is no water. In the wilderness, you can't find anything living. No fruitfulness. No joy. So you are now wondering, why am I suffering? Why is it me all the time? Am I the only person who is married, having all these problems? Why is it me that I have not gotten pregnant all this time? Why is it mean that I've not gotten my Why is it mean that I've not gotten a job? Wilderness. Because God is protecting you from that good thing. That good thing is you having a child. That good thing is you getting married, getting a good job. That good thing is you expanding, becoming great in life. But God says, No, you ain't getting it. Because that is what you choose to get. You choose not to what, be matured. So that's your will. It's not my will as God. I want it to be well with you. After all, I took you out of Egypt. But I know that you will go back to Egypt. I know you are not matured. I know you are not ready for it. And they spent extra 40 years needlessly. What if there are some blessings and level of resources that I can't handle? Then that means you can't get it. Because God will look at the last time he gave you something. How you behaved? The last time he gave you something, how you behaved? God will now look at me and say, as a Pastor, the last time he gave me members, how did I behave? Because I'm praying for physical members. Oh, okay, the last time I gave you me members online, how did you behave? They called you, but you didn't pick their call. You don't pray for them. You don't show them love. So how will you now love those who will be coming in person? Because it's not just for you only... Also in ministry, too. It is all over and it's for everyone. That's why I said it touched me because I now wondered why. Okay, sometimes I'll be asking God to bless me. I want some money or I want this, I want that. And God is saying, You're not ready, man. And we will be praying fast, God, do it, Father, do it in the name of Jesus. People will lay hands, they will even lay leg on you. Pour anointing oil, do all the deliverance. I'm sure the angels will be singing oh, dumb, 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 because you're just still in your home with you. You're the one delaying yourself, not God. Not the devil. But the devil will be rejoicing and will be happy anyway. Immaturity and our hearts cost us so much. That's why in the book of Luke chapter 16, verses 10, Luke 16, verses 10, you will see how God justifies this point for us. Luke chapter 16. Let's see what verses 10 says. And these are the words of Jesus Christ himself. It wasn't man that was talking. It was Jesus himself that was talking. The Bible says in verses 10 of Luke chapter 16, says, He that is faithful in that which is least, is faithful also in much. And he that is unjust in the least, is unjust also in much. So, you are faithful in little, God says that I know that you will be faithful in the big things. You are not faithful in the little things, God says that I know you will never be faithful in the big ones. I will read the contemporary English version for better clarity for us. Luke 16 verses 10, the contemporary English version. He says, anyone who can be trusted in little matters can also be trusted in important matters. For anyone who is dishonest in little matters will be dishonest in important matters. If you cannot be trusted with this wicked wealth, who will trust you with true wealth? And if you cannot be trusted with what belongs to someone else, who will give you something that will be your own? You cannot be the slave of two masters. You will be like, you will like one more than the other. Or be more loyal to one than to the other. You cannot serve God and money. So that's the experience of most of us. Immaturity and the state of our heart. It costs us so much. It brings about delays in our lives. And it also shows us that. Heaven. God himself. Is always doing his own assessment of our lives. God will always check us out. He will assess you. He will assess you to see how you are acting, and you are behaving. God will just leave us there, where you want to be, until you and I will now say, hey, you know what, I think I want to be matured now. And what is maturity? Maturity is growing to become like Christ, growing to be Christ-like. And if you are Christ-like, you will always please the Father we will be walking towards perfection. Maturity, we've been looking at it on Tuesday. spiritual maturity, we've been doing a series on it and we'll continue in this light on Tuesday. Is for you to know how to please God. Because if you're not mature, then you'll still be where you are. Immaturity, spiritually, will make you to mess up, will make you to misbehave, will make you to have misplaced priorities. And God is not going to grant you anything that is an answer to prayer, when he knows that even though those things are good, but you won't be able to handle them, you will go back to Egypt. And so he takes you through the wilderness and he leaves you in the wilderness until you get it right. That's why I told you that those people that came out from Egypt, into the wilderness, 99.9% of them, they didn't make it to the promised land. It is my prayer for you that you will make it in Jesus name. You want to pray tonight, or this morning I beg your pardon? You want to bow your heads tonight, or this morning? You want to bow your heads this morning? And begin to talk to God, to help you, wherever you are failing, He should help you on your journey, your journey to whatever it is you are trusting Him for. You want to ask Him to help you, to help you, to help you on this journey, your journey, your journey, your journey, your journey. From being a single person to being a married man or woman, having kids, getting a job, in your spiritual life, your work with God, how close, how intimate you are with God. You want to tell Him to help you. If it is the spirit of delay, begin to pray and come against it. Begin to take authority. Since says He has given us authority over serpents and scorpions and over all powers of the enemy. Begin to take authority, begin to pray, 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 pray. Take authority over every works of darkness, every confusion. Everything and anything that the enemy is using to slow you down, to postpone your day of joy, I come against you in the name of Jesus. Because it is written, at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee must bow. Everything stopping my progress, everything stopping my promotion, everything stopping me to enter into my large place, to become great in life, to become who God has ordained me to be. I come against you. I come against all the others. I take authority over you. I paralyze you. I cast you out of my life. I cast you out of my job. I cast you out of my destiny. I cast you out of my marital life i cast you out of my womb i cast you out of my home i cast you out of all situations in my life every spirit of delay every spirit of hindrance every obstacle every denier every disappointment causing me to experience slowness slowness in my miracle causing me to fall behind causing me to experience postponement of all that god wants to do for me in the name of jesus you will not prosper in my life god arise arise oh god arise oh god in your name in your full your power in the name of jesus take authority lord take authority over my life over my destiny over everything that concerns me in the name of jesus begin to talk to god concerning self-inflicted delays any area of your life that you have inflicted delays by yourself that you have been delaying yourself tell him that you are ready You're ready to repent. Tell him that you're ready to make amends. Tell him to help you. Tell him to help you so that you can begin to walk towards maturity. Tell him that you don't want delays anymore. You don't want to go through the wilderness anymore. You don't want to go through the wilderness anymore. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. I want to make you priority in my life. I want to begin to please you. I want to begin to do the things, oh God, that I will do that will please you. I don't want to go back to Egypt anymore. I don't want to have that hard desire, the state of my heart of going back to Egypt in the name of Jesus because of one challenge, because of one evil, because of one challenge or the other. I don't want to go back to Egypt. Lord, help me to hold on to you. Lord, help me that you can trust me. Help me so that when you do an assessment, assessment of me, I will be faithful, faithful in the little you've committed to my hands, faithful in the little things you have asked me to do in the name of Jesus. Help me, oh God, help me, oh God, so that there will be an end to every that has experienced in my life, and even with that has experienced in my journey, and even with that has experienced in all that concerns me. I don't want to keep going round and round. I don't want to keep going round and round. Lord, let your time come for me. Let your time come for me. I am aligning my will with your will. I am aligning my heart with your heart. I want to please you. I want to walk into maturity. Help me, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Thank you Father. Glory be to God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father my God, I want to thank you. I bless you. I worship you. I adore you. I magnify you. I give you praise. Forgive us of our sins. Forgive us of our iniquities. We ask, O God, for a restoration of all the enemy has stolen from us, a restoration of peace, a restoration of our joy. In the name of Jesus, we pray, O God, that you will align us with your own purpose for our lives. Align our hearts to your own will in the name of Jesus. May we walk in the steps of perfection. May we walk in the steps of spiritual maturity. Lord, help us never to go back to Egypt. Help us never to leave you behind. Help us, O oh God, that we might do the right thing in your sight and that we might please you all the days of our lives. We bring an end to all forms of delay. We bring an end to all forms of postponement of our victory and our celebration in the name of Jesus. As from today's henceforth, in the name of Jesus, we shall enter into our promised land. We shall enter into our Canaan. There will be a manifestation of all that you have promised for us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Glory be to your holy name in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen praise the name of the lord